We live in pretty crazy times. And I'm not talking about a virus. I'm talking about a modern global economy that is shifting all around us. An expanding government that is printing money and unemployment numbers that have not been seen in modern history. But what does this mean for us? I see it as an opportunity, a calling to solve the problems around us. It is my philosophy that in life, we always have a choice. You can stay down or get back up. But when you choose to get back up, you're choosing the path less traveled. The path where failure and growth are required and progression is the only outcome. Look, I'm no expert and I'm definitely not your guru. But join me as I learn what it takes to be a change maker, a leader, a visionary, an entrepreneur. My name is Ryan Peterson, and welcome to Entrepreneurial Secrets. All right, everyone, welcome back to Entrepreneurial Secrets. I am actually, I've been looking forward to this for a couple of weeks since I spoke with our guest. And our guest runs a, uh, really, the One Podcast Away Challenge. His name's Parker Woodward. He does some amazing things helping people with podcasting in the industry. Uh, Parker, how you doing, man? Doing super awesome and excited, man. It's been super cool seeing your journey going with this, man. Since you totally you launched the podcast, your summit was super cool to be able to see. And every single time I see you do more and more content creation on Facebook Lives or even just on Facebook and in groups and everything like that, you just always seem like you're having so much more excitement and passion for your entrepreneurship stuff, especially because it's so interesting to see that because you have your family. And it's one of those things that was, I, when we first got connected and everything like that, just a, a quick backstory, literally, I was thought as far as like, man, it's super interesting. Like I, I thought he was out of his job or whatever the heck it was. He's now getting started on entrepreneurship stuff, but it's so cool that like you're doing this, not because like the money is the issue or anything like that. You're literally doing it as far as like just in case, like if crap hits the fan and everything like that and the whole 30 days things happen. As far as you lose everything, everything you have, and you only have internet and, and the people's relationship, whatever the heck it is, you yourself will be so amazing and fantastic. And that's to me, that's the coolest thing ever to see, man. I appreciate it. Really appreciate it. For, for those of you who don't know, Parker actually is the one who really helped me get this podcast launched and off the ground. He had uh, a little contest where he gave away like a free little consulting uh, call for uh, to launch your podcast. And I did everything I could to make sure I, I won that competition. <laughs> I shared, uh, so much, uh, so many different, uh, what was it? It was a link to your new podcast you were launching. Yeah. So what it was, it was actually this, this new thing I was trying out. I found there's a lot more simpler ways of doing it, but when you launch your podcast, you can actually have it be a certain way where it's a contest launch is what they call it. And mm. basically, yeah. So if you re- if you refer a whole bunch of people to it, you get the most points and basically, it's more eyeballs they got in your podcast launch. And it was one of those things that actually at the end of it, I had more leads than I had podcast listeners on my yeah. actual podcast launch. So it was super interesting. It was super awesome as well. That's awesome. That That is yeah. really cool. I know that uh, – let's see. You're using a uh, a software. I think it was UpViral. It was called UpViral, yeah. yeah. And I see a lot of people use that when they're doing those contests and whatnot. It's really unique software. Everyone go check it out if you need, if you're ever running a contest. But uh, that's not what we're talking about today. So, um, Parker, I, I want to dive into a little bit about what it is you do, if you don't mind sharing that with our listeners today. 
Yeah. So it's one of those interesting things, actually, where I was actually asking myself that exact same question about a year ago, a year ago, probably right now. And literally, it was all the fact as far as just like, okay, you know, I help people produce podcasts. And that was one of those things I had did for my dad, dad growing up. Uh, when I came home from uh, suffering a mission for the Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, I basically, my older brother's like, hey, I know somebody else who needs uh, production type stuff. I before had never done touched audio at all. So literally had to learn all of it. Got uh, was able to do it all from basically watching YouTube and Google and everything like that. It started undervaluing my service prices, and then it got to the point though where I realized, as far as you know, people won't pay that much for having their audio produced. But what they will pay a lot more for is basically helping people with the podcast marketing side of it. So you can produce someone's podcast, and that's great. But it's one of those things that I've realized over uh, the, you know this, this whole entrepreneurship journey is that you know there's really two things that happen when you are in charge of. Anybody's services and anybody's kind of uh, fulfilling on anybody's promise, that basically. Number one, you solve their first problem. But always what happens after that is you create what's known as the second problem. So basically what I realized as far as, like, okay, if I produce someone's podcast, then they have a podcast. Now the podcast is launched. And that's awesome. The second part, though, that really happens is, okay, now how do I scale and monetize this? That is a huge thing that like so many entrepreneurs really, when they understand it, they have so much more success. It's so amazing. And it's literally when you find that framework of understanding not only what problems that you you uh, you solve, but also the problems basically that that solution creates. So if you like, if you're if you're struggling basically to get more customers, you finally get more customers, and that's great. Now you have a whole bunch of customers who are not being who are not who are not closing, who are not kind of going uh, through the funnel and everything like that. So that's one of those things where you know your your final solution is one thing you want to go to, and that's one of those things I realized is that. Launching the podcast was not their final solution that my clients were really wanting. Instead, what they want is a a tribe of loyal listeners. So that's kind of one of those things I realized. It's basically on the way to – it's called uh, Unlock the Secrets. It's a ClickFunnels event. So on the way to this event, it was super – I was literally sitting there in the – in the plane and everything like that, uh, you know, flying, flying commercial, like a boss, you know, college fun <laughs> and everything like that. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. It's great. Isn't it? Yeah. But no, it's, it's, uh, yeah, super interesting because literally while I was down there, I was in such a wreck because I was thinking about, it. I was like, man, I'm about to go to this event. There's going to be entrepreneurs who literally have made millions of dollars and I'm going to go there, potentially get more clients. And I'm going to be even more miserable than I am today. Because I'm just going to be producing audio for them. I didn't have any staff underneath me like I do now. I didn't have any direction I was pushing people to. I was basically Google to find out answers for everything. And the answers I was finding out was basically what's the right gigahertz for this and all that kind of stuff. And that's when I realized that I wasn't in the audio industry. I was in the marketing industry. I was kind of one of those huge things. Have you ever seen The Founder? You know, the founder, it's basically about, you know, uh, McDonald's kind of being founded and everything like that. That's the, that's the time that basically the uh, basically the owner of uh, McDonald's basically made the most money. So he realized he was not in charge of making burgers. He was in charge and would make the most money off of owning mm-hmm. the land that all the franchises were built on. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's kind that's of one of the amazing. Shifts. Sorry. Yeah. No, no. I was going <laughs> to say that's an amazing uh, like movie, which I guess is almost like a documentary of McDonald's, you know, with Ray yeah. Kroc and, and, uh, the history there. So that's a really unique shift that your mind took at the time as well. Understanding you don't need to focus on the technical side. You need to focus on the yeah. marketing side. Totally. That's another th- huge thing I learned literally at that uh, summit and everything like that, though, was the concept that people, you know, they don't pay that much for tactics. They don't pay that much for information. They will pay through the roof, though, through implementation and strategies. 
It's one of those things, you know, the conversation you and I are having, we're given the tactics. We can't share a screen with the, with the listener. We can't walk them through exactly what they need to do when this happens. We can kind of give them an overview. So that's one of those yeah. reasons why people will listen to the podcast. If you're struggling to launch your podcast and you don't know what it really is going to be about and everything like that, just think of how you would basically present a online presentation. If you're literally looking at a uh, Microsoft, gosh, PowerPoint, you would literally have as far as the podcast would be something you can kind of like talk about basically with the bullet points. Yeah. Then – and this is the, the most key part of this is why you had your summit, Ryan, was literally because you wanted to show people as far as like, OK, this is super great. Think of how amazing this information is. Let me also make sure, though, that you're able to understand how to take this to the next level. Yeah. And that's kind of where the, the call at the end kind of comes in, the opting in for the uh, call to actions and the outros come in as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I there's a I heard someone put it once like this. If you're if you have a question about tactics, you can Google it, you know. But, but strategy is not something that, that Google will tell you much about uh, no. as far as, you know, how to launch a podcast, how to get listeners and downloads and and really um, almost monetize what you are talking about. And yeah. uh, so I, I love what you're able to do and the way you're able to help people. I've seen you help some amazing podcasts. There's a uh, let's see, Paul Motley has his uh, affiliates. <laughs> I love Paul, man. That guy is so awesome. Yeah. Yes, but he has a podcast all about affiliate marketing and it is, and I know you helped him with that and it's a, an amazing podcast. It's uh, like, I love listening to what he's got. I think he's doing a podcast episode a day right now and yeah, just he's trying to it. get to, oh, he's doing so amazing with it. It's, it's so awesome. And as well, it's really interesting that if you actually look at Paul Motley's, um, his podcast and everything like that, he really started out. With the overarching, uh, we call it a framework, I guess, for your business. You know, you have one of those things as far as, like I said, as far as you solve the first problem, it creates a second problem. For me, you know, you launch a podcast. Next thing you want to do is you need to grow that podcast. Finally, what you want to be able to do, though, is finally get the monetization side of it. So it's one of those things when you talk about how to scale your podcast, when you talk about the how to, those tactics you and I were talking, you, you just talked about as far as the things you can Google. Then it goes into, though, and when you really unleash your podcast material and your podcast success is when you're able to then like, OK, let's say you scale your podcast. How are you going to do that exactly? Are you going to do it through a book? Are you going to do it through a call to action? Are you going to do it through being a guest on other people's shows? There's a lot of different ways of doing it. And it's one of those things that's really interesting if you look at Paul and yours as well. When you, uh, I haven't had an opportunity to listen to all your uh, podcast episodes so far. Oh, but no it's one of those, Yeah, dude, seriously. Like one of those things. I've, I've got so many people's like podcasts and everything like that. And I, like, I make sure people say, okay, I got to make sure you listen to podcasts. Because also one of those things. I listened to Frank Kern's podcast today. And that's for uh, – yeah, it's one of those things understanding – for me, it's research because I create podcasts. And so I always want to make sure I understand basically of how to – 10x one one's own show and learning is super important for all that and that's one of the ways that like paul motley is able to have as much content as he is today because you can see these constantly learning if that all makes sense and all jumbles in sorry <laughs> yeah no, no no that that totally makes sense because what i see him doing in the space is i mean he's making massive movement towards these goals of being uh you know, a, uh, an authority figure in the affiliate marketing space. Yeah. And so it, po producing an episode a day, the guests he gets onto his podcast, the content he's creating. Now I, I haven't listened to every one of his episodes, but the, the, this information out there is making strides toward, towards becoming an authority figure. And uh, I believe it's Stephen Larson says, you know, those who control content control ideas. 
And so, you know, he's putting out enough content to control those ideas to, to a massive following to, to monetize what he's doing. And that, you know, I'm not here necessarily to talk about Paul, but, but what he's doing is a perfect example of what you're able to help people do. And I just, I love it. Uh, and so it's great to have you on the podcast, especially since you really helped me get my start into this industry. So uh, I, I want to talk a little bit though, about the uh, one podcast away challenge, which, uh, you know, I know you, you play a huge role in and uh, do you want to tell everyone a little bit about what that is and you know, how that got started? Yeah. So what it basically is, is it started out as, um, basically a total spinoff and a total hack, I guess you could say modeled after the one, one funnel away challenge. That's one of those things that actually has impacted my life a whole bunch. It's kind of going through that challenge. It's really interesting to me. And I really love the content. I really love the whole strategy and implementation of every single bit of it. One of those things though, that I realized is that people, they really struggle with not only launching their podcast, but as well as making sure their podcast is going to allow them to impact others and as well as kind of generate more revenue for their business. And the reason why I felt those two are so important to put together is that when your impact increases, your income scales with it as well. That's always been a huge thing that I'm a huge believer in. So basically the way it all started out with Evans Putman, who is actually one of the co-creators of the one podcast away. He's actually the one who had the domain first and I reached out to him and we decided to kind of come together and put this thing uh, all together. And it was really interesting as well as when we realized how much we messed up the one podcast away challenge. Like, oh my gosh, the one podcast away challenge you will see right now if you go and look it up versus the one we had before is two totally different beings. The number one reason why is because we did it the first time and we hated our customers. It was one of those things where there was so many people on it who were like, okay, how do I upload my podcast to uh, R- to the RSS feed? How do I do the technical side of it? What kind of microphone should I buy? All this type of stuff. All the things that you can Google. And so it's one of those things we realized we were like, holy cow, like you and I were spending a whole bunch of time going into this Facebook group and literally monitoring all the questions, answering every single one of them, most of them being repeating. And what we're just trying to tag the ones above is like, oh, I don't, I don't know what that one is and whatever the heck, whatever the heck not. Yeah. So it's one of those things we realized was we messed up that we we're helping people to launch their podcast before. And that's where one podcast way really started. Now where it is though, is it's all about helping people to scale their tribe with monetization tactics. So that's one of the reasons why the one podcast away is had to change a whole bunch. It's uh, the change we had to go through was a huge step in my own business as well. And it's one of those things that has allowed us to um, really understand a lot more about podcasts. It's been one of those interesting things. Like for you, when you launched your podcast, what was the number one thing that you realized was a huge false belief that wasn't even true? Yep. Well, for me, I thought it would be very difficult to publish. I mean, yeah, I was I had no idea what I was going to say. I would I would put my mouth to the mic here and it would just be empty. I wouldn't know what to say. I I, I, I would freeze. And that was a huge, uh, like, you know, false belief that I had to get over. I had to say, no, I have something to say. And I know I know what I'm talking about. And uh, so that was that was a big thing for me. Yeah. And that's like one of the huge reasons why that false belief of the initial one of I don't have anything to say. Not only do I not know enough stuff, but I don't even know what the heck I'm even going to say into this stupid microphone to go into the computer and what when it gets into people's ears, what they're even going to think about. So we actually had to break that down and we literally ended up creating an entire like subsection course literally all about the importance of the mindset and the importance of the content creation. Not that way you're not just having a content calendar. 
I believe that most content calories I've ever seen are the biggest pieces of trash ever. They overwhelm you. They're immensely impractical, all those different types of things. What I, what we really improved though, and one of the things that I'm actually still working on as well is even crafting out a little bit more differently to literally be as far as instead of having your content to be what I know, to break it down different into what does my, uh, Basically, what does my listener need to know for them to be able to trust me more by helping them make an investment in themselves? At the end of the day, that's what a podcast is for, is to help you make an investment in yourself. And whether that be through opting into a course, whether that be through you know changing their lifestyle with uh, food and eating, whether it's through smiling, if your podcast is literally all about you know entertainment and laughing and jokes and all that kind of stuff, and that's awesome. But you can't do that. You can't change their lives unless you help them to understand that, number one, they're safe. No matter what they do, there is going to be a way as far as you to help them out of that. If you're talking about politics, they're not going to be one as far as be like, oh, well, I'm not going to agree with them and everything like that. You need to show them as far as, hey, you know, yeah, this, these uh, political opinions aren't really going to agree with you. But here's where they're coming from. Here's how to understand them a lot more and all those different types of things, no matter what market you're in and what industry you're really helping to be able to understand. It's knowing where your audience currently is and where they are wanting to go next. That is the key part that anybody will need to basically scale their podcast. It's one of the biggest things I help people to be able to do. And it's been so amazing and interesting, understanding different industries and that there's really core assets in every single one of them that are exactly the same. No, that is... That is really, really good advice that I think people don't uh, don't necessarily take uh, internally and understand that because I don't know if I've ever told anyone this, but when I started my podcast, I I sat here for uh, episode one, uh, I redid forty different times, and I actually I said, you know what, I can't start a podcast, and I left. I went on a uh, a week trip to Lake Powell. And if you, anyone goes back and listens to episode one, it is at a, on a beach at Lake Powell and it's like 10 o'clock at night. And I was like, you know what? I just have to say something. I just have to start. And it wasn't perfect. It was, in fact, episode one was way worse than all the <laughs> trials that I had done before, you know, in front of my mic at my desk with notes and paper and uh, ideas. Episode one, uh, could have been amazing, but I said, I just have to start. And so I, episode one was on my phone. I recorded it on my phone at the lake and said, you know what, this is going to be episode one. When I get home, I'm hitting publish on this. And I just did. And I can't tell you how like freeing just getting episode one out there was. And so, yeah, I, I think that's great advice there they have for people. Uh, I do have a question here about uh, interviewing, you know, I'm, I'm no professional when it comes to interviewing. Anyone who <laughs> listens to my podcast will know that I'm definitely getting better, but, uh, what would you, what advice would you give to anyone who's, you know, interviewing people on their podcast? Yeah. So a huge thing with that, when you're interviewing somebody on your podcast, there's really a few core things you really need. Number one will always be direction. There has to be a reason you're reaching out to the person you're reaching out to. There's always a status increase. And there's always the amazing side as far as just like, you know, this person's going to push me to their audience and that's going to, uh, that's going to be super awesome. And I'm going to be able to expand the group that I know, but for them to share that with their audience, which is always never guaranteed unless you distinctly provide immense amount of value of asking the right questions and as well as limiting the amount of steps they need to basically be able to 
to say and push to their audience, giving them audio, uh, giving them assets, would that be simple pictures and stuff like that, or actual audio files that are kind of all uh, mashed together to kind of, it's called an audiogram. Uh, it's something you can look up if you're really interested in what it is, but it's basically a very simple way as far as putting a uh, audio behind a picture and basically you see like the, the clip and everything like that. So it's yeah. one of those things. Yeah. So that's one of those things as far as if you really want to make sure that the interview works well, you have to make sure you handle those two things correctly. One, making sure that you're asking the right questions. If you were to bring Tony Robbins on here, you would not be as far as just like, okay, well, he'll come on and then we'll just kind of see where it goes and we'll ask him my questions. You know, it's one of those things that if you have Tony Robbins on, you got to understand where the heck it is that you want him to go and then be able to pivot as well. So there are two different things in that section of it right there. So one, asking the right questions. So you have to understand what questions you really need to ask. There's going to be a reason you're interviewing that person. If you're going to interview, uh, let's say, Ryan, if you if you on my show, I would totally 100% interview a lot for summits because summits is something I'm not an expert in as well as my audience is immensely interested in them. So I would make sure yeah. to ask you a lot about summits. You know, what was your uh, – the biggest fear you have with all the summits and everything like that? Who was the biggest person you reached out to? What was your way of, of getting them on your show? You know, having it very specific – which will mm-hmm. not only help as far as to carry the conversation. That way, you know, we're both not just kind of sitting back going, oh, where do we go next? It's a lot more fluid. You'll think it's restricted. You'll think that I don't want to like kind of like hold the conversation back. It's like, no, you want to make sure you have the goalposts for it. If you read uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People, Influence People, it's a huge book. I'm getting into this next little bit. A huge thing that's always understanding is understanding what it is you have to give to that other person and not what the other person has to give to you. That's always going to be a huge thing. It's law of reciprocity. It's also probably we've uh, heard it before. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. So it's a huge thing as far as if you're helping them to bring out stories they've never shared and if you're helping them to bring out and some ask them questions they've never heard before, it's going to immensely trigger the actual dopamine receptors inside their brain. This is the actual science of it. It will trigger the dopamine inside their brain and their their countenance will change. They'll show up a lot more. And as well, at the very end of it, they'll be a lot more receptive to whatever it is you have to say at the end. If you're going to ask them to do uh, – to refer you to somebody else or as well, if you're just going to have them do um, – have them even buy one of your courses or uh, join, joint venture stuff and everything like that. It's immensely easy to just right before the interview understand, you know, what – why do I need this person? And what value can I bring to them? Oftentimes, it's, hey, you're in this industry. I'm in this industry. What is your advice? Like, what would you say to somebody like my listeners? Because at the end of the day, yes, I got this person on my show. It's super awesome, super great. But as well, I also eliminated the false beliefs that this person had as far as that my listener had all about – you know what it was that they were kind of struggling with. Should I do a summit funnel? If they can do a summit funnel and and beat it, at, and uh, if they can listen to the person create the summit funnel, their brain. Then I'm talking about you know our listeners, their listener mm-hmm. who just heard me interview this person who's a lot smarter than me probably indefinitely. It's really easy to be smarter than me, and it's one of those things though that they will actually attribute everything that they just said to you because you were the connector. So it's one of those things. Understanding the questions you need to ask is always huge. And that it's just one of those things. If you can understand your frameworks and what problems that you're cre- you're creating from the solutions you're giving, then mm-hmm. it's gonna be it's gonna guide them all personally. That's really really great advice that I, I need to take <laughs> a little more seriously. I I mean 
anyone, like I said, anyone listening to this podcast who's listened to my interviews, I'm not an expert interviewer. I'm really just starting on my interviewing, you know, learning journey, <laughs> I guess. And totally. uh, I, I definitely always have a general direction I want to go. But you're right. I think I need to be myself more specific. Like I need to be like, this is where I want to go. Yeah. Uh, and and I totally can see what you're saying by how, you know, I might think that's restricting. But, you know, when you were saying that, I started thinking of all the other podcasts I've heard interviews in. And I'm like, you know, they did have like a very specific place they were going and it didn't limit them as far as what they're able to talk about. But they were able to get there and really teach something valuable. That is really great advice that even I myself need to apply more. So, no, thank you. Do do you find that a lot of people who start podcasts uh, have, like, what is the biggest issue they have when they first start a podcast? You know, I mean, yes, they got started, they figured the technical stuff out, they understand some of the strategy, but what's that, like, next biggest hurdle that they have? And I guess I'm asking because that's a question I would ask you because I, I find myself, I've started, but now I have other issues Totally. And I'm wondering if other people have the same things, you know? Yeah. So a huge problem when people start their podcast is if you've ever read um, Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. It's, oh, one of my favorite books. Dude, amen to that. Holy cow. Super amazing. Viktor Frankl, for those uh, – if you're listening right now, if you don't under, uh, know who that was, he wrote a book, Man's Search for Meaning, which is a manifesto he wrote after being a Jew, a uh, Jewish uh, a psychologist basically – uh, he, he calls himself a logotherapist. It's kind of what it really was. And uh, I'm obsessed with psychology. So it's one of those things I really love learning about, the, learning about a lot. And um, so basically while he's in this uh, place, uh, in these in concentration camps, he was in, uh, gosh, Warsaw, I think is what it was, which is one of the more uh, worst ones. And while he was there, he saw that people struggled the most when they didn't have a will to live, when they didn't have something waiting for them on the other side. And that was one of those things when you're when you're in when you're in hell when you're in things that are really difficult when you're pushing through a lot. Uh, if you're launching a podcast, it is not a technical uh, undertaking at all. Immensely easy. There is very little things you actually really need to do. What you're really struggling with is the spiritual aspect of it, of actually going deep down and un- uncovering a lot of insecurities you have when doing solo episodes. When you're reaching out to people who are way better than you, way further along the journey than you, and you feel yourself that that imposter syndrome, also known as depression. It's okay. It's one of those things. It's it's totally. You feel get symptoms. It's just it's an entrepreneurial depression is what it really is, and um, it's one of those interesting things to learn about. And uh, but what. Uh, really, really shocked me and was my biggest takeaway the entire book. This is about uh, 100, 190 pages, I think is what it was. And the biggest it's a line. Quick read. It, it's, totally, it's a really quick read. Yeah. yeah. What's really interesting to me is that he found that the, the worst thing that happened to people out after they left concentration camp was that they thought that their hell had ended. They thought that after they got a concentration camp, life's bliss. And the same thing happens with the podcast launch. They literally they, – they launch their podcast and they're like, oh my gosh, that was so stressful. Finally got it out. That's super amazing. I no longer have to sweat about anything. People are going to come to me for interviews. They're going to be automatically scheduled. I'm going to be pouring out content. never have to worry about publishing. never got to worry about all this stuff. And it doesn't. People say no to them. They have days where they're just like, frick, what the heck do I have to, do I have to say in this podcast? And so that's a huge thing is you have to understand where it is you're going but also why. If you have heard, uh, if you've heard uh, Alice in Wonderland, uh, Alice is at a uh, fork between two uh, two roads and everything. And while she's at this fork in the two roads, a Cheshire cat, you know, kind of the uh, no one really knows what, what that Cheshire cat. It's he's just there. He's like a, a speaking voice, yeah. a narr- narrating type thing. And while Cheshire cat is like speaking to Alice, 
I was asked as far as like, hey, Cheshire Cat, where where do I go? Which road do I choose, the left or the right? I was like, well, where are you trying to go? He's like, well, I, I have no idea. So, well, it really doesn't matter which, which, road you, which route you choose. And the same thing goes with when you're launching your podcast is you need to have direction with it. It doesn't matter if you're interviewing people. It doesn't matter if you're doing solo episodes. If there's no like purpose and a specific person that you're taking from point A to point B or point A to point C and B is the fastest way possible, not kind of going the roundabout, but a direct line, then you need to make sure that you understand exactly that journey and who will help you to be able to help them get there the fastest. Um, it's a huge thing that I think is the dream 100 aspect is so huge in podcasting. You always need to be reaching out to people of, hey, I'd love to be on your podcast. Love to have you on my podcast. The best way to do those outreaches is uh, before your podcast even launches is to at least have three to four different interviews of being on other people's shows and you being on and uh, having them on your shows as well. It's a huge, huge thing. It's uh, also something that will enable you immensely to increase the belief you have in yourself. I personally uh, full heartedly believe in uh, Heavenly Father, you know, uh, God above, you know, who loves us. And I think a huge thing that is really interesting to me is when you study the Bible um, and compare it to what we know today in psychology and neurology. He uh, basically the Bible talks a lot about the importance of prayer, the importance of meditation. If you're a Buddhist, you know, meditation is the exact kind of very similar concept as prayer. Uh, if you're uh, Jewish, if uh, you're atheist, you know, meditation is a huge thing, actually, that has been proven for generations and generations, years and years, centuries and centuries, millennia and millennia, that it actually allows you to focus on where it is you're going because of understanding where it is that you've been. So if you can break that down, if you can understand as far as, hey, I'm now in a reflective period. I struggled with uh, getting out of bed this morning. That's a podcast. Understanding as far as what's waiting for the other side of the bed. Help them understand that one, they're not alone. Two, you will help them. And three, that it is so much better on the other side. Those are three things that are so, so critical is understanding what that internal thing as far as like, dude, it's I'm alone. Like it sucks. This is terrible. And the other side, as far as like, even if there's other people around here, like no one can help me. And even if I do get helped, what's waiting for me on the other side, the same thing goes literally in, in fatherhood, you know, for you, especially, I'm sure that like, you know, have that concept of having that, that baby girl in your arms is immensely terrifying, but it's what's waiting for you on the other side of that. The amazing opportunity of walking her down the aisle, the amazing opportunity of having her graduation, her first steps even before she even gets to the eye, before she even knows boys exist other than dad. That <laughs> is why you go through all the pain and all the, the, the difficulties right now. And once you understand exactly what's waiting for the other side, for you and your dream customers, that is when your podcast will have an immense amount of success because you'll understand the journey and which step needs to be taken before the other. Yeah, that is, that is really good advice because I – I've thought a lot about that myself and, you know, the, the podcast entrepreneurial secrets. I, I just, I had such turmoil trying to figure out what the journey was for everyone that I, I'll, I'll tell you, it kept me from launching for months. Yeah. Uh, and I finally just said, I need to launch, but weirdly enough, as I've been talking with people and, uh, having solo episodes, I feel like I'm getting to this point where like, I see the journey and I see my customer yeah. and, uh, you know, maybe this is a, a low key announcement or, you know, I'm throwing a line out there saying like, I'm probably going to be renaming 
the podcast soon. Really? Uh, and, what are you going to think about renaming yes. it? I don't, I don't hundred percent know. I have like five different options. I'll keep those secret <laughs> for now, um, but it won't be too different. Won't be too yeah. different, but I, I just know that I'm right now. Entrepreneurial secrets seems quite broad for, for what I'm working with and what yeah. I'm trying to accomplish. And, and I knew that going in, everyone told me that, but I was like, I told you that as well. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You told me that you told me that like five times. And I'm like, I just don't know like exactly what I'm, I'm working at, you know? Yeah. And I'll tell you, it's crazy. The clarity that has come, the further I go down this road, you know, I, I had a, a very imperfect launch, but you know what? It's crazy. Just the, the things that have happened in my life since launching, I, I had no idea who I wanted to work with or what, who I wanted to speak to on this podcast, but it's crazy. The clarity that came as I started walking forward, you know, down that path. So, so I, I'm, I guess this is the first time I've told it on the podcast, but we'll probably be renaming, especially since I'm early on still. But uh, it is definitely something I'm I'm excited about because I feel like I've gotten a lot of clarity. Uh, so I guess my really my last big question here is what advice would you give to someone who's really trying to uh, start a podcast and get their voice out there? What advice would you give them? I think number one is all if you don't know who you're going to serve, if you don't know who it is that you're going to be reaching out to, try your best to understand who you were five years ago, five weeks ago, or whatever it was, and help people to get to where you are today at a lot faster rate. I think that's a huge, huge thing as far as if you're trying to understand as far as, you know, who is it that I really want to serve? Uh, huge conversation, actually. I, I speak in stories a lot. It's one of those things that actually, one, it's how I remember things. And number two, it's actually a secret to helping people keep people capsulated because it targets the, uh, the, limbic, the limbic system and everything in the, in the brain, which is all driven towards emotions. When you become emotional towards something, you actually remember it a lot more clear. And how I learned this thing actually was listening to a podcast by Russell Brunson. And Russell Brunson, or it was Steve Larson's actually, Steve Larson's podcast. He was talking all about how he was having this immense discussion with Russell Brunson, his mentor. So Steve Larson is a, the offer guy and everything right now. And before that, he actually worked for Russell Brunson, who created a software called ClickFunnels. And uh, while he was working for uh, Russell Brunson, he was just like, you know, man, I, I really want to go out and do my own thing. I really want to do it. And so Russell's like, fine, you know, go out, go out and do it and, you know, kind of let us know how, how it all goes. And so he finally makes the, the transition and everything and actually goes and totally quits his job. No, no financial security uh, was working for a very secure job of entrepreneur and everything, and then goes to all by himself and finds that working actually in the multi-level marketing place is where he's going to get a lot of money. He works there. He gets, uh, gets the money and everything. And then he realized how much he despises his customers. Not despises. I mean, that's the right, not the right word. However, he did say as far as just like, dude, this is really like, I, I love helping these people and I love kind of all these type of things. But some of these people are the most biggest penny pitcher people in the world. And I don't want to be the MLM guy. And he was just, he was so bummed out about all this because he felt like he just made that mistake. He started a podcast all about multi-level marketing hacks and all that stuff he's kind of going through. And then Russell came to him and he was literally going to Russell. He's just like, dude, I don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't want to be the MLM guy, but I don't know what else I want to do. What else I, who else I'm supposed to be? I don't, I don't, you're the funnel guy, you know, you're all this type of stuff. I don't know what I am. He's just like, Steve, I found out that was a funnel guy like two, three years ago, tops. And I've been in this industry for like 20 years. So it's one of those things that it will come in a long, long journey. And you have to understand as far as where you are right now is really important. 
starting is immensely important. If you can start, then you can find out where you're going to pivot to next. The podcasting industry is not where I'm in my, I mean, spending the rest of my entrepreneurial journey in, actually. Where I'm going yeah. to be going next, actually, is helping entrepreneurs to understand how to uh, minimize their basically their mental health uh, bearing on, on themselves and basically how to understand how their brain works because we have what's known as an entrepreneur personality type. And it's one of those things that if you understand the chinks in your armor, you'll also be able to understand where the strengths are the most. So through understanding how to, to – this all podcast business – so to understand, one, how to find my voice, which is basically telling stories. And that's why I'm telling you to do the exact same thing. If you're listening right now, you want to officially start a podcast, go ahead and launch it. It'll be awesome. If no one listens to it, you'll at least have conquered your first fear. And that's always mm-hmm. super amazing. And then you can go to the One Podcast Away uh, Facebook group and we'll answer any questions you guys have there. And uh, But it's one of those things where just starting is so important. I'm just starting this business because I need to understand what entrepreneurs really deal with. And as well, it's going to be something that allows, gives me credibility to when I teach entrepreneurs how to understand their mental health a lot more. I have my own personal journeys and uh, stuff with all that, of course. And it's one of those things that I do not just want, you know, I don't want to become a psychiatrist. I wanted to become somebody who would help them to not only get over what they've been through in the past, but also what they're going to go through next. So this right here where I am is helping me to be able to get there. Again, you do not have to launch a podcast and that's going to be the biggest thing that you do the rest of your life. That'd be sad. You're going to shift. You're going to pivot. If you don't, you're no longer going to have a job because everybody needs to shift. Everybody needs to pivot. We're no longer in a era or a time period where we were able to just sit back and let uh, fauna come on in uh, next to us and all the hunting and all the gathering to come right uh, right to us. It's all been scattered abroad a lot, but as well – we're able to find a lot more opportunities than ever, ever before. But we can't find them unless we start digging. Yeah, I, I love that. Can't find them unless you start digging. That's exactly. That needs to be a logo on a wall somewhere. <laughs> I'll get a tattoo <laughs> um, to my forehead. Parker, yes, yes, exactly. Uh, where can people find out more about you? Yeah, so if you want to find out more uh, out more about me or uh, kind of need some more help with anything, you can go to the actual One Podcast Away uh, Facebook group. Just go to Facebook. Look up the one podcast away group. We'll make sure the admin, uh, the all the we have a bot and everything like that going through. We'll make sure it lets you in, as well. If that's something that you really need, as far as a conversation with me, you can always message me on Facebook. And uh, if you do go into the one podcast away uh, Facebook group as well, make sure you grab your actual ten steps that we actually found that actually allow podcast launches to be able to be uh, profitable by the uh, the first before their podcast even goes live on iTunes. That was perfect. That was really perfect. Parker, thank you so much for coming on. I know I learned a ton and I hope everyone else who was listening did. Uh, thank you. This has been invaluable. All right. See you later. Hey, wasn't that great? Thank you so much for listening. I hope you got something of value out of today's episode. I recently reached out to a number of marketing and sales experts to see what they were doing to be in the top 1% of entrepreneurs. Now, a lot of them got back to me and I was able to interview them and ask them what secrets and strategies they were using in their business. A lot of these entrepreneurs are doing seven figures a year and really know their stuff. The responses I received were astonishing. In fact, they were so mind-blowing that I decided to turn my video interviews with them into a free virtual summit. If you want to watch the summit for free and learn what strategies the top 1% of entrepreneurs are using to market and sell their products, then head over to 1percentsummit.com. Again, that is 1percentsummit.com to get your free ticket to the virtual summit.